0: thank you for this time of the year, Lord. We thank you that we celebrate this season, the birth of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the best gift that's ever been given to mankind. I thank you, Father, that we have received him. And for those that have not received him yet, we just pray, Father, that you move up on their hearts. If there's anyone here today that they would receive this gift that you sent to all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well... Pastor Jacob's been talking for the last three weeks on steadfast love, and the first message was waiting with a different hope. And hope is something we all need, amen? Uh, because of his steadfast love, we put our hope in him, in his return. Because of his steadfast love, he promised a Savior, Jesus. And he stuck with his word. God always does what he says he's going to do. He prophesied through Isaiah that a Savior would be born. And guess what? A Savior was born. Because of his steadfast love, we have hope and confidence in what he already has done. The second week, he talked about the peace of Jesus, which is shalom in the Old Testament in in Hebrew. And it, it makes us complete or whole to be made complete or whole. All things will be made right at the second coming of Jesus. So we look forward to the return of Christ. Anybody got any flaws and mistakes besides me? I've got a few still left. Uh, You know, even though we become born again, and we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, He's still working on us, amen? Well, good news is when Jesus comes back, the second advent, the return of Christ, when He comes back, all things that belong to Him are going to be made completely perfect. You say, Well, I thought you was a Christian. I am. Wait till He comes back. I'm going to even look better than I do now. Some of y'all got the same shirt. I'm like, Well, well look at here. <laughs> what about Pastor Lynn's shirt? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I thought, I wouldn't wear that thing. <laughs> but it was awesome. I mean, that, that's what it was for, you know. I'm like, Woo. he said, you going to participate in that ugly sweater deal? I'm like, no. <laughs> we didn't discuss it. I just said, no. Anybody else like it? It's like, nah, I ain't going there. <laughs> okay, let's move right along. The third week, Pastor Jacob talked about good news of great joy. Joy is grounded in God's character. It's not in our emotions or our circumstances. We have emotions, and when we go through certain circumstances, our emotions do different things. We sometimes, wee, sometimes we're not judging our life, or we don't allow our lives to be run by our emotions. Even though we all have emotions, and they're real but they're not really reliable. They're not steadfast the way Jesus is. His love is steadfast. So we look to Him to receive our joy because He does what He says He's going to do. Amen. So we look to Him. We receive our joy from Him. And this week, well, I want to say one more thing about joy. Joy is nurtured by remembering and anticipating remembering the past he came and then anticipating the future he's coming back that's how we base our joy that's where our joy comes from from knowing that he came knowing again that he will return amen so all the problems that we struggle through right now, and we face, and we, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to get through some of the things that we go through, the struggles. But I'm telling you, keep your eyes on Him. He's coming back. He's going to fix everything that's broke. Amen? Praise God. We can still live by faith right now, and it'll be better than it ever has been. But don't lose your faith and your hope and your joy and your trust in Him. He is coming back like He said He would. Amen. 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 This week, we're going to talk about this is real love. And I got challenged because they said Pastor Jacob preached 19 minutes. I said, I ain't going to try to beat him. <laughs> he, last night, he preached in Sherman 19 but, you know, I bet I probably could beat him if I really wanted to. How many of y'all believe I could beat him? Y'all cheer me on. Maybe I might just do it. I might, we may might just quit at John 3.16 today and go drink hot chocolate. <laughs> Some of y'all like, hey man, hallelujah, let's go. Let's see. I'll, give me a countdown. 20 minutes? I'm going to get out of here before 20 minutes. I'm going to be done. These guys are going to come back. I don't know how long they're going to keep you. (laughs) Let's hurry up and go to John chapter 3. Very familiar scriptures, verse 16 and 17. This is in the English Standard Version. It says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Aren't you glad He didn't come to condemn us? The reason He came, why He came, is because He loves us. He came because He loves us and also to give us eternal life. That's the God that we serve. That's the gift that God gave His Son Jesus to uh, accomplish everything That he was sent here to do for this purpose was the son of God manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. Amen. The devil's works have been defeated and destroyed. The last enemy to be defeated is death. Praise God. I read in the Bible and I believe that Jesus, when he died, was placed into a tomb. And the resurrection power, that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, that dwells in us, quickens our mortal body, he raised Jesus from the dead. So death is defeated in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He came to give us life and we got it and we're going to have it forever. Woo! I'm going to preach and hurry up and get through. (laughs) This (laughs) This is a very simple message. The motive of God in sending His Son was to save the world. His heart behind Him saving us is simply love. That's His heart. I love you. That's why I'm going to do what I do. There's no other religion or philosophy in the world that defines God's character in this way. Most religions... Demand something from you. And unfortunately, many Christian religions demand something from you. I'm here to tell you good news is God sent His Son for you and it ain't nothing you can do that make it any better. It's a gift that He gave that you receive. It's His gift. He said, I'll come for you and I'll live this life for you and I'll die on your behalf and I'll raise again from the dead and He'll bring us all with Him at His second coming. Amen? Amen. Woo First John chapter 4. Let's move on down just a little bit. First John four Verse 9, if I'm going to beat Jacob, I'm going to have to hurry. And I think I'm going to. God showed how much he loved us by sending his son, and one and only son, into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. Verse 10 says, this is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us it wasn't because we were so good you know i've had people tell me well once i can quit all this stuff i'm gonna come to church come on with us we ain't quit yet (laughs) (laughs) i know some of y'all like i'm leaving i thought this guy was (laughs) look we have to come and allow Him to work in and through us. It's His grace that gives us the ability to overcome sin. If we could overcome sin on our own, we wouldn't need Him. I need Him. It's like, I overcame yesterday, but tomorrow I'm going to need to overcome some more. <laughs> That's the good gift that He came, and that gift keeps giving. Just keeps on giving. His mercies are new every morning. This ain't in notes, but I'm telling you, when we run out of mercy tonight, we can get up in the morning. He's got some brand new ones for us. Amen. When your old Ford wears out, Ford's wear out. <laughs> Let me, when, when your Chevrolet wears out, it'll be a long time from now, but when your Chevrolet wears out, <laughs> you have to go get another one. I'm telling you, God's grace and goodness and kindness and mercy It never wears out. His kingdom has no end. We're a part of a kingdom that ain't never going to have no end. Why? Because of His Son, Jesus. When Jesus came, He preached. I may just throw this down. I don't know. But he, He came, He preached, He said, The kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. You can touch it. If it's at hand, you can touch it. The kingdom of God was sent down through His Son, Jesus Christ, to us. And the Bible says that righteousness, peace, and joy is in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is in us. Where's righteousness, peace, and joy at? In the Holy Ghost, in us. That's why we can have the righteousness of God and the peace of God. Just the love of God in Romans chapter 5, verse 5 says, The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We cannot love the way God loves without His Spirit abiding in us. Anybody ever tried to love somebody without God's help? <laughs> it works a little while. Love runs out if it's the natural carnal love. But God is love, the Bible says. And love, the God kind of love, never fails. It never fails God's love is so great he sent his only son to live and die on our behalf so that we could live forever it's really the whole gospel is in this that we celebrate Christmas the birth of Christ and we realize through faith what he actually has done already accomplished for us in John Chapter 17, Jesus is praying to the Father. He said, Lord, glorify thou me. I have glorified you. I have finished the work that you call me to do. And if we all, and we do, want to glorify God, we want to do what God wants us to do. When we complete what He's called us to do, we're bringing glory to Him. It's His love and it's His life that lives in us. I tried to be good without Him. I mean, it's even hard for me to be good with Him. (laughs) It was impossible to be good without Him. Amen? Without Him, I can do nothing. But thank God I'm not without Him. And with Him, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength to accomplish those things that He's called me to do. Amen? God's love, His kindness, His loving kindness combined together is forever. He never gives up on us. Even when we mess up, even when we don't do what we're supposed to do, God don't get all bent out of shape and said, well, I would have loved them guys if they hadn't have done that. The Bible says in Romans says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. How much more does He love us when we live for Him instead of reject Him? The only sin that would send anybody to hell is the rejection of Jesus Christ. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, every one of us. Because of Adam... One man, sin entered into the world. Because of sin, death passed upon all mankind. But because of the obedience of one, Jesus Christ, what he did on our behalf, we've been made righteous by faith in what he did on our behalf. Amen. Thank God we're not living under religious rules and regulations. Although there are boundaries in the, in the kingdom of God, there are boundaries. If you do this, it'll hurt you. You know... God told them, Adam and Eve in the garden, don't eat of this fruit. If you eat this fruit, it's going to kill you. You'll die. And we, like them, eat that fruit sometimes. And it keeps bringing death, keeps bringing death. But it's like, let's get a hold of Jesus, the one that keeps bringing life, that keeps bringing life, the resurrection power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our life, when our life is over on this earth, it's not over. If we receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, if we allow Him to be our Lord, when we die, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Said, say, well, I don't know about this Jesus dude. Sometimes we go through some hard times in our life, and you know what the devil will try to do? He'll try to... Put it in our head that God don't really love us. If he really loved us, then we wouldn't be going through the problem we're in. We wouldn't be sick or we wouldn't have lost our loved one. They wouldn't have went home. But I'm telling you, he wants us to question God's love. God proved his love by sending his son Jesus to die on a cross. That was God's proof that he loved us. He said, I'm going to prove to you I love you. I'm sending you my son to die on the cross. Now, his son Jesus could have said, "Uh uh-uh, I don't want to do this. But his son Jesus proved his love for us by accepting the death on the cross. So God's love cannot be questioned, should not be questioned. We question it sometimes. But we should not question God's love for us because he proved his love for us. When something's going wrong, it's not because God's mad at you and quit loving you. Amen. It's the enemy hates us. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. He don't like us. The devil don't like us. And I I try not to run around with nobody that don't like me. (laughs) Hey, that'd be a good one, wouldn't it? It's like, I think I'll quit running around with that dude. He don't really like me. Pastor, reveal to me the devil don't like me. God loves you. Hang out with him. Amen. Amen. And get some boldness and some courage in his word, his spirit, his power working in us. When the enemy comes against us, now we have something to come against the devil with. Amen. We can live a victorious life because of what Jesus Christ has did on our behalf. It's really that simple. This whole Advent series talking about the love of God, the the steadfast love of God. We could talk, we could preach every week for a hundred years and never cover the true love of God for us. His love never fails, His love never changes. His love's not puffed up, His love seeks not its own. We could just look in the Scriptures and find out His character and His love, His nature. The Bible says we've been given the nature of God. We have God's nature. Sometimes we don't act like it. Amen? We're not very good actors. (coughs) Amen? Amen. Neither is Hollywood. (laughs) I just thought I'd throw that out. (laughs) Listen, we don't have to act. We just All we have to do is receive as many as believed him. To them gave he the power to become the sons of God. All we have to do is believe in him and receive him as our Lord and Savior. And we become his sons. I want to pray for y'all. This is a world record fast sermon. I beat Jacob by minutes. <laughs> On purpose. But I believe I, I've said everything that I need to say. I want you to have an opportunity to let Jesus be your Lord and Savior. Before you leave here today, the worship team going to come back up and sing and worship God. Let's worship together with them. Be praying in your own heart. God, if I don't know you, if I don't know Jesus today, I want to be a Christian. I want to be born again. I'll be up here at the end of the service as well with other people We'll be glad to pray with you, okay? I'm going to sit down and shut up after I pray. Praise God. Father, thank you for your good.